But strangely enough, there's left in the world today an area as big as the United States that's never been seen by a human being. The best is yet to come. Honestly, today I think that in these psyops that there are cover-ups within cover-ups and there are red herrings. Houston, we have a problem. We uh, destroyed that technology. People should not be walking around with masks. That stuff is flat. There's your flu. Last year. Here's your flu this year. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Hitler Effect. Tonight on the show, I have... Mariam Hanin, she is an investigative journalist and founder and editor-in-chief of the health magazine and marketplace Honey Colony, which I love. Go check them out. They got the best products. I got some silver from them. Insane. This this ain't shit on Amazon, guys. Um, Also, she's a functional medicine consultant and coach and the director of the award-winning documentary film Vanishing of the Bees, narrated by Elliot Page. she also just released the real timeline, which I know my audience knows about um, the story of the, the death of George Floyd, the real story of it. Go check that out, too. But ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mariam Hanin, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. And, you know, I just wanted to start off with, you know, I got a lot of good feedback from the film we did together, um, the, uh, the real timeline. And because we're on YouTube, the first 20 minutes, um, uh, we're streaming YouTube and Rockfin, but we're YouTube 20 minutes, 25 minutes today, because we really can't dig too deep into that story on this platform, unfortunately. But, um, you know, we'll briefly discuss a little bit of it. um, But at the same time, once we go over to Rockfin, um, we're going to dive right in, obviously, because there's some crazy stuff about that story. But before we begin... Let everybody know who you are in your own words and what you've been through and what you're doing and and where you're at now in life, because (laughs) you've had that. Now, don't take an hour because it's probably more than an hour, but let's summarize it for my audience that goes, who is this? Tell them who you are. I'll truncate it. I hail from Montreal, Canada. I'm Egyptian Greek. And uh, like you said, I'm a investigative journalist, not a prostitute or a parrot. I'm not a media whore. I did start my career in Los Angeles at working at MSNBC in Burbank, worked for many magazines, um, left MSNBC and was freelancing, and then did this B movie and really woke up to big ag and how adulterated our food supply is. And then shortly after, I was hit by an SUV and dragged 50 feet. And as a Canadian, had no health insurance and really woke up to Western medicine. And then the bees flew into my life and woke up to a big ag. And then I got poisoned. So I became kind of like an environmental indicator and and really had to use my investigative skills to heal and uh, left the mainstream and have been covering medical freedom. We know what that means since 2012. So I was, you know, it was no surprise, the Rona regime. And since then, which we can get get into a little bit more, I've been really targeted. And I say, you know, when your Wikipedia page is co-opted and you lose your PayPal, Venmo, Vimeo, Twitter, Airbnb, Instacart, Amazon, 
Yeah, you guys think some of you guys think you're canceled because they banned your post on YouTube or they banned your Instagram for a week or something. This this woman has been banned and censored from platforms that I couldn't even believe could ban you. She has been censored. Explain in PG form again, YouTube, yeah. but explain <laughs> to my audience why why are they censoring Miriam Hineen? Yeah, I want to I want to say also that in 2020 of March. They launched an operation that still people don't know about by the FDA, the FTC, and the DOJ called Operation Quack Hack. That's the real name of the operation. They went after Alex Jones, Dustin Nemos, myself for, for selling the silver that you used, for using the word prevention. I was also one of the first in the online space to um, offer CBD before I say everyone and their mother. And uh, it so happens that the synthetic CBD is uh, involved with the bear, which I blew the whistle on in my film. I think, I think really like being an influence as far as my voice, but also saying like, I'm 50 years old. I got hit by an SUV. I reverse lupus. I'm a licensed functional medicine. I'm also a journalist. And so all those things together is danger. Because to really influence someone like that chick's 50, she reversed lupus. Like, I don't even believe that's possible. So to really inspire and educate, that's, that's my mission. And people have paid a price when they go after your livelihood. Like, I think I've told you the person that does MMS, he's still, Mark Brennan is still in jail for yeah. Operation Quack Hack. And there's Americans... And I was saying this in 2018. They're like, you're a Roseanne Barr fan. I said, I'm a freedom of speech fan. Roseanne Barr today, you tomorrow. And here we are. And so it's kind of like being an environmental indicator, like the be like, hey, this is what's possible to all of us if we don't stand together as individuals. Like, right, it's an attack, as you know, Sean, after the individual. They, they want it like you think you're you're an individual, but the only thing individual about you is your purple hair. Like, yeah. And that's what they want. This is the, this is the world they set up for us, unfortunately. But with people like you, you, you reach so many audiences with all of these rabbit holes you're knocking down. And in the process, I think we can get into this It's fine. Um, where did the George Floyd saga begin for you? Again, we don't have to be descriptive. You know what I mean by some yeah. of the stuff we'll get into later, but well, you know, it, overall, without a bunch of trigger words, right? What, it, you know, how it did happened. the saga start? Because you go from Vanishing of the Bees, which went that did really well, and then what Netflix removed that now, or who removed that? Yeah, actually, when Obama mm, took over indirectly or directly from Netflix, it was the number one streaming film, and then they took it off of streaming. And who's going to order like old school? Like yeah. what? Yeah. So, yeah, it was taken off of there, but it was the number one film, which is a pretty good feat because we didn't have, it was a million dollar budget, but we didn't have all of the support. If you look at the credits, it's really just George Langworthy and me. And then we had a um, small handful of executive producers. And so uh, to, to answer your question, I didn't think I was going to make another film. I, I told myself, because it was five years it was really a long time. Well, before you get into George, yeah. hold on, let me interrupt. The, yeah. the, for my audience, 
who now i mean uh first of all thanks for all the donations for level with me guys we're almost there we're almost done but i get some comments once in a while that are like oh my god you're trying to raise twenty thousand dollars to make a documentary i'm like hold on That's and now nothing. you just and you're just like hey i'm independent we did we shot vanishing the beast which is great by the way i'm saying but you're like a million dollars and it was barely enough to get it's like 20 grand i'm just i just want to throw it out there so <laughs> Well, I can I can empathize with you because I'm an award-winning filmmaker and I'm still trying to raise 15,000 for the George Floyd film. Yeah, it's hard now. Well, I mean, they you know, they, they corrupted this entire economy and system and everyone is trying to figure out what to do with their life and right? the future. So I that's why it's like if I can make it work with that, I will, you know, which you know how it is traveling and hotels and all the stuff and equipment. It's like, oh, my God. So, you know, that's just some of it, guys. That's not all of it. So it's like one of these things where when I hear a million dollars, it's like, right. holy shit. Yeah. And I want to say that at the time. I was one of the first, let's say, filmmakers to use Indiegogo, to use Kickstarter. Yeah. And they were platforms that you can't, could fund without seeing like, oh, good GoFundMe, mm -hmm. which I've been banned from, is, is financed by Excel Partners, which also finances Spotify, which is biotech, and really see who's behind the players. And now it's, uh, it's near, it's like... Kiva, when I was trying to raise money for CBD, they lent me, Kiva's like micro lending. So okay. I got a $10,000 loan and because they didn't want to be associated with CBD, this was like the just early perklings of woke culture without even knowing it was woke right, culture yeah, yeah. that Kiva told me, basically, you don't need to pay me back the $10,000. They scrubbed me from their site because they didn't want any association with CBD. Wow. And just like, look, look now where there's, it's saturated and most of it is shit, but yet it's so accepted. So who, who, cause I use GoFundMe for this, the last couple of films, I won't use them anymore. I don't, I don't really know much about it. I just know it's an yeah. easy, the e people always say it's the easiest one to use. Well, right. what should I use for next year? If I, if I, I well, probably I, will make another film, obviously, but what I used use? Gives and Go. And even okay. that, honestly, I got throttled. There were days that I got throttled on that during the trucker convoy. There would be a, be do a big show. And then my page would have four of fours. And then I recently wow. found out they're also, they take money from Stripe, right? So there was, some, I think, Patriot conservative where Gifts and Go held the money, but it was Stripe holding the money. And, and this is what we saw with Steven Crowder, like saying, you want to be different. You want to be paving the way for non-censorship, but you're still within the confines of the system. Right. And, and the truth is, when you go behind the scenes, it's the same players, even though it's the face of freedom yeah well it's good to know i won't use them anymore i never heard about that but um uh it's continuing I, I, so you go from vanishing of the bees um that's getting taken down you're getting censored you're getting banned from from everything i've ever heard what happened from that point to stumbling upon the george floyd saga how was that journey for you like what 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 happened that you no, go, hold on, I have to investigate this. Oh my God. What what was that moment? What were that? I start? was really after Vanishing of the Bees, I launched Honey Colony. Okay. And 
was a disruptor in the nutraceutical space and was doing the whole trying to find VC seed capital money. And then my business partner at the time invested in, in the company. And we were, we were doing 500,000 unique visitors. I have created an empire with my magazine of SEO and then training myself and the team of how to write for the internet, which is different and really placating and answering to Google and wanting to appease them. And then actually in, I think it was 2015 or 2016, we started seeing these algorithmic changes and seeing our traffic and blaming ourselves, which is interesting because you always blame kind of yourself, like even in Vanishing of the Bees, initially the beekeepers blame themselves all independently. And then I learned that there was a medic, it was called the medic update, AKA your money, your life. So anybody that falls under basically trying to empower you could be considered that. And um, we started losing traffic. And now today, of course, there's no, no such thing as organic traffic, just like there's no organic food. It's all with, with the search, it's, it's suggestive auto, auto suggestions. And I mitered in psychology and you can look that auto suggestions is a very simple, but powerful mind control tool. Because if your perception is compromised, how can you make a uh, discernment or, or come to a conclusion, as you know, with the topics that you cover, which are, are hidden, but also, as you know, it, it's taken a sharp decline. You know, there's always been yellow journalism but now because of big tech. So basically big tech just, I, I started investigating um, techno-fascism, a term that I popularize. That I hear Jason Burmis use every day. I don't know if you follow Jason Burmis. He, he covers transhumanism. I, I've seen some this, of his stuff on Rockman. It's this yeah. great, great work. Um, so I was really focused on building my company and the magazine. So I was writing kind of like from a biohacking functional medicine point of view. And then when the Rona hit and having already a, a room on Twitter of uh, covering vaccines since, since Del Bigtree put out Vaxxed, yeah. um, just, I, I put everything aside and, and maybe as a result didn't run the company. Well, I wasn't running the company uh, because I'm a journalist that was never part of our, our agreement. Yeah. I was, but, but for reasons I was dealing with like predatorial loans and these predatory, we lost so much money because all the processors were constantly shutting us down, like QuickBooks, Square, Stripe, blah, blah, blah. And let's say on, so then I just was, was covering pretty much 12 hours a day left to the jungle and was covering here, um, the Rona with Zach Voorhees and- You could just say the flu. Okay. Same thing. The flu. The yeah, flu. The flu. And get trigger words. Okay. Yeah, the Rona is a trigger word now? Wow. I'm so, oh, on my channel, it probably, oh, I probably got to censor out uh, the documentary <laughs> no, you named. Yeah. Um, so when May, May 25th happened, 2020, I was in the jungle and the Google whistleblower, Zach Voorhees, said, Mimi, which is my nickname, Mimi, can you come and choke me? And I was like, what? And he's like, I'm doing the GF challenge to see if you can breathe while someone's on your neck. So I, I hesitantly stepped on his neck and he could talk. 
So that's kind of how it started. I trying to keep it PG, but I think for me, it wasn't, let's say, I won't speak for you, but seeing the signature of, of, of the signature of what is on here, because that those signatures, which we can get into is like, we were here, right? I was looking at it more like, wait a second, I'm a journalist. And of course, let's remember, it wasn't so blatant the way it is now in 2023, the media lies and, and it just went to disgusting low levels. So I was still like, what? Um, so just real quick to so say. So you bought that, it at first. Yeah. I mean, at first you bought. No, I didn't. Mm, initially. Did I buy it at first? Yeah. I mean, the day of or the week of everybody's talking about it. Like, were you like, oh, piece of shit cops? Like, you know, why are they doing no. that to this guy? I mean, did you- I, I wasn't piece of shit cops. I, I was I was really what was like, did he die from that action? And And I was not. Yeah. getting on a bandwagon. Yeah. I knew enough to be like, they're manufacturing something. And so early on, I called the medical examiner because I told Zach, well, if we want to know how he died, I need to call the coroner's office. Yeah. And and in LA, I've been to the coroner's, to the morgue. It, it was, I, I rode with homicide cops and it, it was, I've always had kind of a fascination with death and death industry. Um, so anyway, so I called the medical examiner and they said it's going to take, quote, weeks and weeks and weeks. And then literally two hours later, there's preliminary reports on CNN. And I'm like, what? What the F is going on? They just told me. And it looked like it was sowing discord. And uh, so it, it's interesting because I then I started delving into all the um, El Nuevo and my Maya and all of this stuff, which honestly today, I think that in these psyops that there are cover-ups within cover-ups and there are red herrings specifically because a real journalist will go above and beyond and pierce that veil. And there might be truth to that, um, to, to those players and the shadiness because they're players in this psyop. But I think ultimately, it's the government and the media, which is now one in the same. One in the same field. And with my extensive research, I mean, it's they've been one of the same since the media has been rolled out. I think it's been one in the same since the televisions have rolled out to the public. It was yeah. all because of the propaganda and how they can shape the world they want. Uh, so, they, you know, to, to control the whole world, you have to control their mind. Um, and that's the tool they use. And they've. CIA's admitted. I mean, this is this is their handiwork. These psyops, these propaganda. They they come in. They put they put some of the truth in the movies, and they tell you nothing but fibs on the news. And you're confused, thinking, "Well, I just left a movie. That's fantasy. That's you know, that's BS. It's just a movie. That would never happen in real life." Yet they're doing this in real life to us, and they're they're planting these seeds in movies. Um, you know, it's pretty obvious with with George Floyd. Um, at least for my uh, directly my audience, I don't think anyone in my audience would buy that freaking psyop. But you know, for people that really aren't part of my audience that are watching this, um, and again, before we get off pretty soon here to go to Rockfin to get into the, the dirty details, wh what what was the, one of the first things you you researched? You looked it up and you go, "Oh my god, this is shady as fuck right now." <laughs> oh my. Like you know that feeling of like. Like the nervousness feeling. It's like when, when I when I first time I watched Eric Dubay's 200 Proofs, um, 
uh, is it was that feeling of you got hit in the face with something that you can't get out of it. And you're like, I can't look away now. I have to, right. I have to do something about, it. I have to move yeah. forward and continue with this. I, w- I wasn't watching this for nothing. Was it something you watched or was it something just in your head that you're like, wait a minute now. And then you went from there. Yeah, that's a really good question. And I want to tell the audience how I came across you. I, I, I don't know if you should wait to, to rock. No, you things. can, because we're, we're getting off soon. Just, you know, if there's anything. I, I'll crazy. say this also. Yeah. So then, you know, I call the medical examiner and they tell me that, oh, yeah. So then the next day, it must have been the 26th, no, 27th, I see the supposed sister mm. and Bridget. And she's George doing Floyd's TMZ. Supposed sister. Sorry? George Floyd's supposed sister. Yes, supposed. Yeah, yeah, just for my audience. So, so yes, they know. Yeah. Bridget uh, Floyd. And I like, I do pattern recognition and I, I, I like to, to say I see things that most people don't. And so I saw that she was wearing I Can't Breathe t-shirt. So I, I said, huh, where'd, where'd you get that shtick, honey? Where, where'd you get that? If, if everything's locked down, are print shops essential? Because it became the crying and it just so happened what would come to mind when I wear a mask for me, I can't breathe. So I'm like, are you going to tell me that that's just a coincidence? And so I went to look and I just did, I can't breathe, Benjamin Crump, George Floyd. And I was like, what? Eric Garner, who was also represented by Benjamin Crump, also said, I can't breathe 11 times in 2014. Hold up. Wait a second. Something. <laughs> something is, the break something is like, funky. Wait a minute. And guys, we do have some 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 juicy details, but um, let's leave them with that. It's just, it's like no point to keep beating around the bush. Unfortunately, <laughs> you got to come over to Rockfin to take a look at this. But for those that don't want to come over to Rockfin, I respect that. Um, here's the thing. Go to My Movies Plus. Is that the best spot to watch uh, the real time yeah. right now, right? Yes. Go to My Movies Plus. Stop renting movies on Prime and all that. My Movies Plus has a band section. They got good documentaries. I mean, Fluvin 19 and Next Level's on there. I'm just throwing her out there, but. Uh, but even level levels free guys. So my movies plus is cool. It goes in the smart TV, but go check out the real timeline right now. And you will not be disappointed. We, we break it down from, from the beginning of the psyop to the end of the psyop. And we're, we're showing you a timeline and real events in real time with body cams and, and, and all the fuckery that the news has never shown you. They've never even pretended to show you these clips. And this woman went all in on this and found everything you need to put an investigative documentary together and and together we nailed it and i don't hear one i've never heard one bad thing about the film or the content or the information all people do with that film is go wow that thing was a complete psyop i had no idea so make sure you guys go check that out the links will be in the description mariam thank you for joining us on the youtube version Um, and, and everyone i will see you over at rockfin See you then. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Hilbert Effect via Ricket Rockfin. All right, let's get some dirty shit going. What the fuck is going on with George Floyd, <laughs> Mariam? The people don't know. The people were marching in the streets for days and weeks and wanting to burn buildings down because the news 
who they've all, a lot of people I know, they still don't even trust the news. But when that happened, oh, now I'm going to cherry pick and trust the news because now it's a race war. Well, now we have a voice. We have a reason. And I get that. If the shit was legit, I right. get the march. I get it. I get I get all of it. And I probably would support it in a sense. Okay. But this whole thing was a psyop. None of it was what they told you. It, it's as worse as the Challenger explosion. It's worse than 9-11 to me. It yeah. is awful and there were so many holes uh, that i found and Miriam found and and we we merged together and we we went Miriam's way for this film and i'm telling you it was worth it because i saw a different uh a different aspect of this entire side from a different point of view now Miriam, yeah now that we're on rockfin yeah Explain to everybody. You went to Minnesota. I want. I want to hear the. Dirt. I did not I go to Minnesota. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad. Meaning. Uh, I'm I, sorry. That, that's not what I meant. You. You. You got a hold of some footage and you went through some stuff from my bad. My bad audience. Yeah, from yeah. Minnesota. Okay. This yeah. is where it took place, uh, Minneapolis, and uh, she had footage. How did you obtain some of this footage? Because I know a lot of people watching this probably already saw the film too. So how did you obtain this footage that e even the research I did was psychological operation, which is right here on Rockfin. Uh, mine's more of a Mason story, yeah. a, a Freemasonic hit. Uh, it was something that they orchestrated, but she came up with the facts and the timeline. But what exactly, how did you get this stuff? Because I, especially with, with, um, with, with Chow, right? Where, where he's waving him in. Like, oh, I, I never noticed. Who? Mm -hmm. Tao. Sorry, Tao. Officer Tao. To Tao. Waving the people in the, the infamous clip that everybody shares now. Yeah. Waving them in to go ahead and start filming this. Now, when you was that a random stumble upon, or were you looking? Yeah. For yeah. It, yeah. Random. I've watched all of this footage, so I want to. Okay, I'm gonna back up. Sure. Back it up a little. So I'm, I'm covering this blow by blow, and what really cemented things was in August when the um, body-worn footage of the officers was leaked by the Daily Mail. And so I remember very clearly, I was in Costa Rica, it was August. And when I saw the footage, I'm like, what the fuck? Who, what adult acts this way? Could I act this way? There's no, there's no way. So right away I said to myself, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach out to the journalist I I got the the footage I downloaded it put on put on Twitter and as fate would have it the editor was someone in my past life in LA I used to leak vapid Hollywood gossip to People magazine and in touch and I'm like oh my god it's the same it's I won't say his name but it's it's him so I had not talked to him I had his number call him and he's British and now he's working for the Daily Mail. And, and I give him a lot of, this is still August, 2020. I didn't know a fraction of what I know now, yeah. FOIA and thousands of hours later. But one thing, for instance, I noticed that the light, it's 8.30. Like I even looked, when does the, the sun set that day specifically? And I see that the light doesn't, doesn't change. So anyway, I gave him all the information I had and he had cut me off and he said, I did not tell him I'm a conservative uh, or uh, I did mention Soros. 
And is it like, what is it with all of you conservatives? You automatically blame George Soros. I don't give a crap about what he does. He's a businessman. And so I, I was like, so then a couple of days later, he didn't print anything. Now, fast forward, and I'll answer your question, but fast forward because George Floyd has taught me so much, for instance, about Tavistock, which is like the brainwashing hub of the world, which has infiltrated. I just asked myself, I wonder if the Daily Mail has any connections with Tavistock. Lo and behold, Lord Northcliffe, who owns Daily Mail, was buddy-buddy with uh, the Rothschilds. Mm -hmm. And there is a connection. So it is like a main publication of propaganda bullshit. And, And so when he says it fell in our lap, yeah, okay. So that footage really cemented, but I was like, I was scouring everything. And at one point, your your movie came out in August? Uh, to be honest, I just, I can't remember how, that far back of what, when it came out. I, I would, <laughs> yeah, I would guess it would be late summer when I dropped that one. Psychological Operation, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched Psychological Operation and, and I'll share this story of how I came to find you because it was quite the feat uh, and uh, so I watched Psychological Operation and then now it's like two years basically later. And it's only when I started covering the um, Derek, the live stream first ever, because Minnesota has a statute not to live stream. But of course, this is TV. It's a, it's a psyop. So yeah. um, it's at that point where I was like, I'm going to write a book. I have all of this information. and. It was in wanting, I'm laying out the chapter and I'm very chronological of like, I I surmise a lot by putting things in order and I wanted to see, okay, this starts at 7.30, this ends at 9.25, he's pronounced dead. I want to see what what actually happens. So after the Derek Chauvin trial, I purchased all of the footage from the government And I thought to myself, I'm just going to put it out. For me, it was very easy, Sean, but it became, it was so difficult until I came across you. You just start at 7.30 and you put it in order, you know, and you use all of these cameras because no one else is using them to really maximize and be able to see what the fuck is going on. And so I watched the footage over and over and over again. And I was in San Francisco. And I saw that little gesture and I played it again and again. And then I called in Zach and I said, Zach, does this look like a little like, you know, and I've been in Hollywood as a production assistant and extra action and you all move in in, in together in unison. So he's like, no, he he like, he's like, no, that's not what you think. And I was (laughs) What else could it be, man? What are you talking about? But wait a second, hey, but there's hey more. Hey, guys, hold on. And yeah. all right, come on. Come on, we're rolling. Like, just saying. <laughs> so obvious. Well, well, well that's, that's the thing, Sean, that I was like, oh, yeah, mofo? I'm going to go on his camera. I'm going to go on Tutal's camera and let's see. Because I was just looking at the milestone, and this is the beauty of, like, why is this little brown girl uh, with your help like the only one on this planet that's using this all this footage? 
right? To, to, so then I go to Tao's camera and sure enough, he can't speak. So he just does this. And that's why I show it to the audience. And you can, you can decide for yourself if uh, we're, we're nuts. So to well, go there's back way to how- more to the film than one part. There's everything oh, yeah. proves it's a psyop. Just that's like, for me, that's like the highlight. That's like the icing where it's like, right. Okay. Like when people see that, okay. All right. Never like, yeah, this is a psyop. As we know, I mean, so many news things are psyops, so many shootings, so many, uh, a lot of it was for gun control when it started, um, and it's it's moved on. Any agenda they have, they just go ahead and plant the story. It's re- it's really that easy, guys. They get some right. crisis actors, um, and uh, there could be more to George Floyd than just crisis actors, of course. But at the same time, it's it's that easy. They just they want to they want to make a story. They're going to headline it, and they're going to fake it uh, until they make it. Really, and the the make it part is the new world order, which we're against and we're fighting against. So. Um, people have to understand yeah. that even something like this, it ain't real. Well, yeah, I was thinking today of this, you know, the in Tavistock, they talk about the long directional game. And so it's not, we're living in a fast food nation, but this is over centuries, you know, it's in motion. And so the Overton window of what is going on. We're like boil frogs boiling. And the ones, the few of us who has vision to look into the future of like, what's the trajectory of this? Oh yeah, this is what's happening. And we're trying to alert the masses or act though this is coming. So in the moment, you're not able to see. And the same thing with these psyops, that it's really creating this tapestry. You have all of these anomalies but it's only when you put and analyze all of these anomalies together that you're like, see how fucking fake this is? Yeah. yeah. But again, that's why they make it so difficult. The news gives you the highlights. They cherry pick the best part of the psyops that's believable to the public. The highlights, the good, you know, neon neck, you know, a couple of times, ah, I scream in, build a story, take the best clips, kind of like making a film. You're just taking the right. best clips. And you're putting it together and you're like, okay, this is a good package. No, no. And the beginning stages, it's always no more, no less. This is the package. Repeat it on every station, every local, every national, constant, constant, constant. So by the time it's 24 hours have passed, that's all everybody's talking about. And now everybody is sharing their bullshit with each other. And that's worse to me. Because even for people that's like, yeah, I don't really believe the news. Guess what, though? You go to the bar, you go to the gym, you go wherever you go, and everybody's talking about it. They're repeating what the news said. So now you're having a conversation back and forth about an event that the news made up, but everybody believes it because they're talking to each other about it. Now it's not the news anymore. It's reality. They're speaking it into reality. They believe it. It's it's in them, in their heart, in their soul. And it's, it's very hard to break that with people. And you have people like me and Miriam and others, countless others now, thank God, that are doing everything we can to reverse that spell. And it's not, it's not easy. Um, but Miriam did such a good job in this one because she- She had Sean. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, I edited, I helped a little production, but it, either way, the, the, the um, it, even someone like, I always make, I always say this, just like your neighbor, that's it. Just your neighbor could watch this film and come out at minimum going they lied about something after seeing that they lied about something that's a minimum 
There's no way you can deny the timeline because me and Miriam are not trying to convince anyone of anything. Really, right. we're, we're showing you right. what happened that day from start to finish. The news has never done that once. So the problem with society is that they're too lazy to research for themselves. So guess what? We did it for you. That's all. We did it for you. You're welcome. Now watch it. Um, and it took Miriam a long, long time to put this together. This isn't a quick thing. So you, you don't, you no, can't just. You I want to talk about that. Of like, you can't, uh, for sure. But I'm saying you can't just blurt shit out legally and, and it's just bullshit. And you're just throwing bullshit together. And that, that's dangerous. No, no, this is, this is factual where. Again, your neighbor could watch it and minimum walk off with there's something something's going on right now. This right. is crazy. Or at least have nightmares shit. Go well, ahead. So this this really goes with the book. The book is not finished, uh, unfortunately, but but it's it was really again, and it's only when you gave me in the final version after that I could take off my, you know, director's cap and just watch it. And you had said, like, just watch it. But I also was like, so what? Let me see now what it looks like and what I can determine of the overall, because I did really want to be like, these are the receipts, mic drop, and be and very matter of fact. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, just this is matter of fact. What are you going to dispute here to agree that there's something odd? And And I did have just, it was only that ex who's in Hollywood who's like, what, what are you trying to say? And I was like, I want in my head, I was like, I fucking spoke for an hour. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and, you know, he was triggered by me using a word like face diaper, saying that's not a journalist. <laughs> you're you're inciting, inciting violence. What the fuck I'm, it is. Fuck whoever said that. That's what the fuck it is. It's, it's representing yeah, but, slavery. And it, and it's control. only, fuck you that. know, after talking to him, he's like, so are you trying to say, I'm like, there's, this is an operation. And he said, you know, because someone, someone died and it's horrible. And look, when I watch the cherry picked Darnella footage and you just watch that and you don't know anything else, it looks mortifying. Yeah. Right. Until you see her face smiling. <laughs> right. Right. And so again, I mean, it's, that's the thing. The news, that's my point, guys. The news know, they know that footage exists. They know the set, they know of the PSYOP. They're involved in all this stuff. But when they're sifting through, what what are we showing the public to get them, right? To get them. Because this was a, a connecting timeline, in my opinion. It started with Kobe, get people sad, right? With a Corona tattoo. Won't have to get into that PSYOP, in my opinion, at least. But Kobe Bryant happens. Everybody's sad. Someone you don't know, you never met before. You're in the street crying, right. crying, holding strangers' hands. You're crying. That's the type of consciousness they were looking for. Good job, especially L.A. Good job. A guy you never met. I get it, though. Go, go ahead. Do, do your false idols. But and whether he's dead or not, it's another show. Um, the, you know, they start with making people sad, play the violin strings, Kobe Bryant. Okay. And then they come in with anger. Now they got you angry. An innocent man just got killed. Oh man. Now they got you angry. And then what happens? What happened right away? 
COVID lockdown, everything. It's all, it's, it's all synchronized. Totally. Because totally. now you're lost, your mind, your soul, you don't, you're sad, you're angry. You do, there's and you're wearing a mask. There's racism and coming breathe. back. Huh? And you're wearing a mask and you can't breathe. She, like, not, not me. No, not me. But. I have my Skittle trick or whatever I was eating, uh, some sort of pretzels <laughs> on the plane. That was the only, because the plane I, was the I did only the thing. pistachio, I'm eating pistachios for two-hour flight. No, I swear, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I was a gangster with that. Oh, my God. I would literally, I would, I would just hold the pretzel, whatever I had, just. And as soon as any of those, uh, those mass, uh, you know, stewardess looking around, as soon as they, would make I, almost all, even almost eye contact with me almost and i'm so aware i'm beyond most people's levels in this airplane i'm sorry right i'm so aware that i'm a ninja you're not gonna get me okay and as That's soon as crazy. the eyes were about to come my way i'm that's great. They're not, I, they're not gonna get me it was hard sometimes they give me a little few times but that it was it was hard but that's the challenge. I'm like, I'm not giving in. I'm not giving in. I have to travel. And I limited my travel because of that shit. But anyways, moving forward, the so you guys see how all this stuff comes into fruition. They control every the propaganda. They, they, they have stories. They can do whatever they want with the people under oath to do it. So let's just be real. They There's oath to this game that they're playing. Totally, with. yes. A yes. silent oath. So, um, you know, it's information war and they know how to play the game and they, and they prey on your emotions. They prey on your emotions. You're a dickhead. If you don't stand for like George Floyd, you know, you're a racist, I'm you're a racist. If you don't, if stand someone for told George me Floyd. you could be proud, but you still be anti-black, you know, and the, the day, wow, the day I woke up and my Chase bank account was shut down. And then someone on Twitter um, said, have you looked into the links between BLM and Chase? And so Chase, JP Morgan, Vanguard, Rothschild invested $30 billion to eradicate racism by giving loans to minorities. So I call and I'm like, last time I checked, I'm kind of brown and I'm a, I'm a business uh, entrepreneur. Why did you close my bank account down? Oh, we don't have to give you a reason. No, and, the they irony, don't, and they don't, unfortunately. And they don't, and they did, they did not. But again, is it just get out of big banks? Get out of big banks. That's yeah. all I'm saying out loud. Yes. Get out of them. Even just get a little small bank, like a little those little online bank cards you get, and you get a routing number and all that if you need that stuff, you know. But get out of the big, big, big banks. There's no reason for the them. time is now for for me. If you can walk in a bank and pull your money out. You yeah. should not be in that bank anymore. Don't go to that bank anymore because they're they could shut you down tomorrow. There's right. nothing you can do about it. I, I'm not going to drop any names and my audience knows who this person is. That's why. But someone just got money taken out of their account. Just out of nowhere. So and it's not get, they're not getting it back for um, real. Yeah. Yep. So who knows? I don't even want to give any clues. It's right. Just the point. I, I mean, it's the point. PayPal, it's these the, companies no, just, have taken just, money just from me. Just the bank account, normal, uh, big bank, uh, you know, PNC, one of those banks is just normal bank chase or something, or I don't fucking know what they are anymore. Wells Fargo. They just, we're taking this. Good luck. What do you mean? You can't. Yeah. Yeah. We did pretty much close it in that sense. And 
You yeah, got to get out. I'm not yeah, going to sit here and say, get uh, the crypto, crypto. I, I, I don't and, know about crypto either, right. but just get out of a big bank. That's all I'm saying. And in, in my, um, in this situation, it was for my business and I have a government loan. And so I can't just get out of, of uh, Wells Fargo. I understand. But, but I yeah, I definitely, I echo that. I mean, it's all towards a crash anyway, but, but you know, when, when it's at the point where they're shutting down your bank accounts and the government comes after you for selling vitamin C, huh. like, yo, something's wrong, man. Something is effing wrong. Um, and, and because everyone's in the, you know, I call it the digital hamster wheel and everyone's like maxed out and it's become really, it's become really challenging. You know, like, like you're, you're making your established well-known filmmaker with a fan base and it's difficult to raise measly $20,000, um, you know, while there are. I I look at it two ways with that. I think some of it is, um. The, the economy and just the the, the situation, yeah. the actual financial situation of people. That's one, yes. and, which was brought to you by okay. And then um, the I think the other half of it is is just you know timing. I mean, not every you know it is what it is. And some and I the truth community, you know, we love them and I love them. I always love them. I'm a part of it. I'm in this forever. But sometimes it's like the hate. It's like man, like. Like you don't want to wake your neighbors up. You don't want to wake your cousins up, your uncles, your aunts, your, your, your family that you still care about. You're disconnecting from right now. You don't want to disconnect, but you kind of are. It's the world we're living in. And, you know, I'm trying to make these types of films that can actually wake those people up. I mean, I'm not making them for you, dog. Like I'm not making them for you. There's no, any film I make is not for the people that already know it. Trust me, you'll love it, especially my new one. But it's, it's so you can go, hey, I got something for you now. Not a 20 minute video on YouTube or something with, with slideshows. Like, no, like we can make films now. We can get together. The truth can be, look at my movies plus what they're doing. Obviously, they're, what they're doing too. Is- Duh, I'm just saying in general, there's things are changing. We, we control consciousness. We can shift consciousness. And I don't know why truthers don't know that. You have to know that we control this world, this consciousness. We need to come together. Look at what they've been doing to us for so long. Look at the night. Think about the nineties, the matrix. We're all in at all times, MTV, this and that sports, everything, everything was just, it's the same program. It was the same. Everybody was kind of wired the same. And you know, we're, we're crawling out of this matrix and here are the people like doing everything they can to put stuff out there on their dime half the time. And it's like, Oh, you're, you're going to charge money for that. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, that, that attitude. When I, when vanishing of the beast came out, I would like have to constantly do copyright and they're like, this should be free. Like no motherfucker. I owe a million dollars, like a good part of my my investors. Like I had investors and I was paying it back for seven years. I paid it back. Nah, it should be free though. Like this idea of like, no one cares how much I do for free. And which is not valued. Truth is is so interesting because there's all these people who've co-opted the truth in the in the truth movement that are giving tries, which I say truth mixed with lies. And you have to be very discerning. Like, oh, that's a lie. Yeah. Like, like I was telling you the other day, like, for instance, like, why the fuck is is Rogan not Rogan? Sorry. Why is Del Bigtree having Neil LaGrasse on his show? Oh, I loved it, though. I fucking love Thanks for sending me that, too. I love that. <laughs> That was that um, clip or you saw, I didn't see the, I whole saw the thing. whole thing. Yeah. We watched, oh, we watched, the, see whole the whole thing. thing. And I'll tell you right now, 
Oh man, we were. I mean, I'm just looking at Vic. I'm just like, oh yeah, because it's like, you know, he eases his way into it. Now there are some things that I was like, Dell, really? Come right. on, man. There was something so I was like, what, really, what, really? Tell really? Me. Oh man, I wish I was him to... right now. But what, then, what's you know, your What's the idea of having being in the truth movement, but then having a actor basically what's, what's the deal? I, that always throws me back. I'm not going to sit here and say Dell's controlled up. Dell's this Dell's that. I don't know anything about him. I've right. seen them. Well, I, I think I, I put him in a shot in the dark, which I want to bring up soon because someone stole that name of my original film. We might get into her. Yeah, we might, huh? Maybe I'll bring her up in a few (laughs) minutes. Um, But no, I I had Del Bigtree in in A Shot in the Dark, my original anti-vax from way before COVID vax. I was was, was on that since forever. And I'm like, I got to put something together. It's really good. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. put it on his Instagram. And that was the first time in my life where I was like, wow. Oh, and again, I don't, whatever you think of him, I don't know. I don't know who's controlled, who's not. It's just the point. So first time up, I was like, oh, shh. Shit. what my shit I, i'm like oh shit and i'm like okay and then it started blowing up and then youtube boom first time take take something off and it was taken down by the children's memorial hospital corporation or some shit it was a what? big yeah i promise i have screenshots what year was this this had to be 2018 ish ish um like after vax the first one I don't know when Vax came out, to be honest. I never heard of any documentary besides mine at that time. So I could be wrong. Okay. I don't know. I'm not, I'm the OG. No, there's been tons of documentaries on, on anti-vax stuff. It's just from my perspective, from my, in my community and in my mind, I never saw it like that. So maybe Vax came out after before it's irrelevant to me because the, you know, I put some Del Big Tree in there. He had some good information. So of course at the time does. of researching for my vaccine project, I don't, I, I'm not going to be like, is he controlled? Is he, is it, I, no, I'm looking for information so I can spread it. Okay. It doesn't matter who's saying it. if it's true to me, I'm fucking including it. That's it. So I'm like, okay. But then Del Big Tree this time around, I'm like, there's so many things he said. I'm like, what are you? I have to watch Who would it. say that? But at the same time, of course, the part where he just starts going and then he pulls up the doctors that are against this shit and, and they're just going back and forth. I loved it because anytime yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson, you always see he shakes. He's always, every time, this is his lie. When, when you, when you <laughs> see this, like this, and then, uh, and then he's just, then he's, then, he, then, then you'll see this. So then he becomes so mad because he's got nothing else to say. His scripts are over. He, 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 he shakes through his scripts. And then he hopes he, the magic worked. And once I, I, I give Del Big, Big Tree credit, none of the magic worked. So that was good to see because I've always like, I always wait for Joe Rogan. That will probably never happen. But to be like, wait, you never even been to space. What are you talking about? You, you sound fucking retarded. Are you saying all this shit? Have you been there? No, but they're talking like they've been there. It's like, shut the fuck up. But no one calls him out on that show. But this show was like, okay. Okay, someone's actually in his face. Like, dude, we're on live, bro. Like, there's nothing you can do right now. You can keep looking. Well, what around. what was what was he repeating? Which was interesting. The clip that oh, I that I only that believe in consensus. The consensus. Consensus. Yeah. Fuck like, the consensus. Yeah. The Fuck consensus. the consensus. Well, that's what I mean. The 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 whirly swirly spinning pair that he that's what his job's about is protecting that pair Earth 
um, with, you know, magical water floating on the bottom of it stuck to it. So that's it's, been a job it, for so long. The idea of like, let's support the consensus. What is the underbelly of that message? It's so dangerous because it is a hit against the critical thinker individual. Be like, no, what's that Krishnamurti uh, quote? It, it just, it's not emblematic of a sick society that you're not towing the, the party line and following the sheeple and you're beating to your own drum, but that's what his, his mission is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what his nervous mission is. It's, it's dark magic. I mean, he's, you could look him up probably, Duck, Duck, probably through duck, duck go nowadays, but there's free, you know, he's a Mason. He's, he's got all the stuff. Is he a Mason? Yeah. He's a Mason. You know, what's funny is what I caught at the end of that interview. I don't know if anyone else caught it. On Highwire? Yeah, the Highwire, that whatever it's called, .com. That's all it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, okay, I look for so, it. Uh, he, he starts going on and on about, you know, they're just going back and forth, basically. And towards the end, Del Bigtree basically was putting a foot on his neck. Neil had nothing left to say. Neil shut the fuck up for the first time on the show. Neil looked defeated, nervous, stressed, but also very angry. In a, in a, really? In a, in, a, in a, like a, I'm going to fucking get you back way. This look that he had, I'm like, oh shit, I've never seen that look. And he's looking at, and I swear, <laughs> Dell's like, you know, shake his hand. We came together. Let's grab, you want a beer? Let's get a beer. Bring a beer out. Let's have a beer. We just had a beer with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Was Neil it a grabs, Bud Light? Neil grabs the beer. <laughs> literally had a beer on the show? No. On the show. And I think Neil was thrown off by it. Like, it kind of like, is this poison? You know? like, really? Yeah, you're giving me a beer right now? And Neil, Neil said something. Hold on. I'm pretty sure I'm verbatim. I'm pretty sure I'm verbatim. Neil go, something was said about the beer's cold or something of that nature. And Neil looks him in the eye and says, yeah, it's about 33 degrees. <laughs> no way. And just looks through him when he says that. You guys gotta see that. What the fuck, really? If I'm wrong, I'm so I'll sorry. I saw it once and it was last night and it was late, but I'll tell you, I remember telling her and she's like, she to heard. clip so, that. Yeah, I've... I will. It's the very end, it's at the very end. Just oh, I'm gonna fast go watch forward through the video. And then once you see beers come out, just hit play. Like I, I'm <laughs> 95% sure that that's exactly what he said, because I remember being- well, That's so not tired. even cold though. That's like a warm ass beer. Yeah, that's my point, 33 degrees. It's like, how did it go over everybody's head? No one's, no one's making that clip viral, but you know, that's well, my- Did it cut right after or did they go to- no, I think it was a little like back and forth and then the, they ended the show, yeah. But it was just, it threw me off, mm -hmm. obviously. I was like, did- I'm like, did anybody just help? What just happened? And again, it wasn't just because you said 33. Um, sure is his favorite number, but it's the same time. It's <laughs> it's it's the way the way he looked at Dell when he said it. That's just how I took it. I was like, oh, okay, well, to me, I was it. like, you if De if Dell's legit, who knows? But if he is, that was a threat to, him, in my opinion, the way I took it. That's just my perception. Okay, and I smoked a little ganja. That I'm just admitting. Okay? <laughs> So that was my perception, What's but and for me, I was like, he just threatened him with that. Like, you just did this to me. You give me a beer. It's 33 degrees, man. Like, we're coming. We're coming. You just fuck with the wrong guy. Yeah, I need to see the whole thing because to me, it's like, why are you getting, why is Neil LaGrasse on your show to talk about vaccines. health? 
Right. What, well, that's, that's the thing. And that's what, you know, the consensus the, in the flat earth community for you. I mean, since 2014 now, it's been a long time coming. We've been begging for Neil versus Eric Dubay at the time. Prime, prime time. I mean, he's just the prime of everything in flat earth was Eric, in my opinion, at least. So we were just like voting. Come on, Eric. And it was set up on Joe's show. Joe Rogan was cool with it. Eddie's like, dude, you get your guy, I'll get my guy. And we'll beam him in. I think he's uh, in Bangkok or somewhere far. So they're like, we'll get it set up. Joe's like, cool. He even had it on the website. It was on the website. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson versus Eric Dubay debate. Then Neil pulled out. Neil pulled out a few times. He, he, he ain't going to do it. And he chucks it up as, I don't do debates. I don't do this type of stuff. I'm, you know, I'm too big for that. I won't. No, too no, no. Big I'm not for gonna, that, or I can't do it. I can't go can't. off the yeah, script. I'll get because get in, in trouble from my overlords. No scripted lie, no matter how well scripted. No scripted lie is going to beat the truth. It doesn't matter. So I think his people were like, "Dude, you're not doing that at all." And then I embarrass his ass in level, anyways. And all of a sudden, he's got rape charges now. So I feel like there was a. He has rape charges. He had rape charges. Yeah, that was all over the news. He he got he got CNN for about a week or two. So he must have pissed somebody off. He must have did something. And now I'll tell you, after this Dell Big Tree thing, wait for another one. Something else might happen in the news with Neil deGrasse because that's usually what they'll do. You go out there. We gave you our trust. We gave you our trust. You ain't gonna trust it first, Eric Dubay on Rogan. Yeah, they're not going to trust that mission. That's a no, well, you're not doing that. that. But they trusted it with Dell for some reason. Right. I don't know why. That's what I'm like. What's going on here is like you have these parameters and this is the this is your free range as a human that you can go. Right. You, you can't go and have the real debate because you're still regurgitating shit just from your free range right. pen of Correct. truth. Yeah. So that that's, it's interesting. Like you said, why, and why I said, why did he do, why did he do, why, why do they agree? Because a, a litmus test for me <clears throat> is when I ask for interviews and people in the truth community, and then they don't give me, all right, fine. I don't have the numbers, the numbers that are all anyway manipulated yeah. when you're shadow banned and screwed with like i have footage of twitter like circulate the page and you see them taking oh there's 50 gone another 50 gone that just shows you right there but so if, if someone doesn't want to accept an interview um and they use the bullshit like i don't do interviews but you're doing the circuit like yeah. oh that's a lie well it's I'd the same thing say, I was, i'm glad you brought that up because yeah. that's the same thing i always said he doesn't have time to debate a flat earther but right. yet, but yet he will make 30 minute videos, one hour shows on the flat earth is stupid and the globe is real. And here's why. And the flat earthers are retarded. I thought you didn't have time, Neil. Right. You didn't have any time for this topic, but that's all you talk about. You go on Comedy Central and have a whole script and drop the microphone and make fun of us. This is gravity. And like you're doing all this stuff, but you don't he have does time. stand up on Comedy Central? On comedy, it wasn't stand up. It was on some daily show, one of those, probably one of those pedos that have their own show. And he uh, does this whole, the earth isn't flat because thousands of years ago, 
you know, the Greeks knew and then this is gravity and he drops it and then, and everyone cheers, you know, and it's like, well, I, I thought you don't have time for this. You, that's all you're talking about, but you won't talk to one of us ever. That's, I mean, again, red flag. Like, what are we talking about? This guy is a, he's an actor. You know what I think is really going on right now? I think this was a test for Neil. He is fucked up so many times. He even said, they, someone asked him once, what is gravity? He goes, I have no idea. I, we don't know. And it's like, wait, you're not supposed to say that, Neil. You're supposed to give that, you know, whole magical vibe of it and do your thing. And he didn't. Was he drunk or something? That's my point. No, I don't think so. But, and there's been times where uh, he's been on radio shows live and flat earthers randomly just call in and just get him. And he's like, oh shit. So he doesn't, ah, uh, and he has to go back and do this stuff. I think that this is his test. They're like, you know what? Usually just like with Eric Dubay, we're going to say, you're not going on Del Big Tree. Fuck no. You know what they're probably doing now? You know what? Final test. We'll see what he does because he has been fucking us. He has been making his acting is not working anymore. No one's falling for his stuff. Like we're sick of him. We put a rape charge on him that, you know, just to hurt his name a little bit, just to give him a warning. But you know what? This is a better warning. Go, go on Dell and you better not, you better not fuck up. Yeah. To me, it was, to me, it was like, um, Aren't the truth community going to wonder why Dell's having this guy? Or him? how, or how he is, right? Yeah, like how. How, yeah. It's like the but first what, time I saw uh, Elon Musk walk into Joe Rogan's studio. I was like, wait, huh? What the fuck? And then Mark Zuckerberg, I'm like, wait, huh? And I'm not even trying to talk shit about Joe. It's the point of how the fuck is that yeah. even possible? Yeah, well. How the, the fuck is that possible? So, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, but I look at it from this perspective too. I have to somehow, some way, if I had a chance to have Neil deGrasse Tyson on this show, I don't know right. how that's possible, but pretend I did just pre- somehow, some way he goes, yeah, I'll do one of these guys. And someone recommended me and he goes, well, sure. And I get an email. Sure. Like, I would. Yes, I would you, too. In the very beginning, I would be completely honest with the audience. Like, this is a random opportunity. I don't even understand how this happened. Like, I'm just going to be like, he's here. Hopefully he stays because we have some questions. I would treat it as I ran into him in public and someone handed me a mic and said, you're on with Neil. I mean, whoa, whoa, hold on. But Del, it just seemed very comfortable. Like, what's up, Neil? Like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I thought you guys hated each other. Neil, you're sitting there on the show talking about Neil's coming out with a pro-vax documentary and they're the whole documentary is talking shit about dell so you what? guys just, yeah so you he's guys coming just, wow i totally yeah. i need to see this and you thing. guys are just sitting there having a beer like i i don't know again uh, I mean, okay I'll, I'll get back to you what yeah I'm yeah go watch on. it go watch it yeah you, you when you have time watch it and then let me know how you felt well how long is it like 20 minutes i, I want to watch it after i go there for they go for at least an hour i would say huh. i would say 45 to an hour yeah, i'm glad I. but, but you could fast forward through the first oh, i watch it at 1.25 speed in that's the fine but either way you could fast forward through i'm being i'm being nice here fast forward through the first 70 percent the truth is though that i uh, what make myself watch the details like I watch six hour FDA meetings CDC like when they're talking about the injuries like there was a three hour one with injured people um 
that because I like to see the details of the, you know, the things that people. Yeah. And you know what I dare you to watch? <laughs> what? I mean, when you actually have, I mean, like free, free time when you're like, I have nothing okay, to do with this life. Like free, free time. Okay. Is, is what no one ever wants to do. Just, just watch NASA spacewalk. Just watch one of them. Start to finish. Watch it. Watch a rocket launch. Analyze it. Hold on. Where's the smoke trail? How's there no smoke trail? There's this, if you use your mind, you have a very bright mind and you, you know, when something's bullshit, but you know, and I do a good job of trying to put these clips together for, so you could just, you know, again, like we do for everyone else, you put it together so you don't have to do the work, but there's always a different feeling when, even when we just play around, you know, I'm for the film all every day, research and research and what what else is out there. And just by watching them, like from start to finish, it's just fucking hilarious. And it's like, Oh my God. And then you look and I go, Oh, this video has been out for seven years and it has 14,000 views. That's why no one knows. No one watches them. No one gives a shit because after second grade, you don't even hear, you don't even talk about it anymore. Why, Why does anyone talk about where we live? We live here, right? So who cares? Nobody cares. They don't watch that shit. And that's the point. When you watch it, you're like, Oh, never mind. Oh my God. What the fuck? Well, because because there's the consensus of the truth, then anyone who, hey, I have an objection, like I'm I'm calling bullshit, then you get gaslit and you're not part of the public square. And I think from a very young age, like to be to find the courage to be like, uh, I have a question. Something just, you know, doesn't sit right. That takes a lot of courage like i grew up um chubby made fun of called fatso and tub of lard total nerd really had to find my voice but always just never kind of fit in kind of always on the periphery Mm, but to there's no real applaud or support for those trailblazers yeah i agree i agree i have felt the same way in chicago growing up you know, um, uh, it had nothing to do with race. It was just me being me in an area that, you know, just looked at me as different, um, because of the color, but at the same time I blended in well and I, and I survived it because I've always been that same way where it's, there's, you never feel like you fit in. And even when you try to fit in, it's like, this isn't my calling. This isn't what I want to do. This it feels different. And you're never comfortable till you're comfortable, right? So it's one of those things where like now looking back, it's like, I'm glad I went through those moments in my life and, and the tough times just walking home and getting jumped just for no reason. No, no reason. Right. Just people are bored out there, you know? So it's like, you have to go through these tough times to go, why am I going through this? What is the point of this? And, you know, you could look at it from different perspectives of why, but once you find out why, and you're like, I get that, I get that now. I actually, I needed that. And th- these are the actual reasons why. And um, you learn from it. I think that's what life's about, though, is, is to test. It's, it's, it's like a treat it like a Mario Brothers video game. Most people out here in the world, especially the masked ones with the fucking probably their eighth jab if they could today. And, and, you know, they're out there and they're the ones like everyone has like a neighbor or an aunt or someone they know or grandma even right that sh- no matter what you do Miriam you can't even teach them how to get past level two of Mario right they just 
ah, well, which button here? But no matter what, and you could try, every day, let's practice. And they're just, ah, you know, I, I jumped off. And you're like, no matter what I do, they can't get past level two. Yeah, that's what's outside. They can't get past level two. Meanwhile, we're sitting here level 41, level 45. We're just trying to go up and up and up and gain knowledge and teach knowledge and help people. And I think that's what this shit that consciousness is actually doing right now for the world. Well, do you think, no, I've been really like percolating on this simulation and like if the elites know that there is this great reset um, that they can't thwart or they're trying to with CERN or HARP or whatever the fuck they're doing and they're trying to merge with the machine and mRNA the fuck of everything, lettuce, cows. Right. Yeah, they're getting the animals now. Yeah. Right. The That's cows why I told people, that- I'm like, if you're still eating flesh by this point in life, and I'm not recommending beyond an impossible. No, that shit. I mean, I'm just saying in general, black bean burger, guys. It's really, it's really simple. But here's the thing. If you're still eating this bloody flesh and stuff, good you know what? Good luck. Good luck. For other health reasons, of course, that's you know, number one killer is heart disease. But just a point. I'm not trying to judge you if you eat meat, but Start looking around now because we already know some of that food in the Midwest after those explosions and it were contaminated and everything that they're putting our mRNA, they're jabbing our livestock. Okay. I'm sorry. You have to wonder why you have to wonder why, like I just put a clip on my Twitter between these two professors talking about at what point are you no longer human and because it's about going beyond the ones and zeros, beyond the binary, which is why the transgender agenda is dovetails with transhumanism. And like, you are just a robotatron. You have no, you know, individuality. You must serve the hive. You know, that is, that is, but is it perhaps because they're trying, they see something in Project Looking Glass and they know, or they know that there's a reset and they're trying to circumvent because I think these resets have happened many times. Like I always saw, like I see visions, like I see it like a helix. Like we've done this before, but our consciousness is raising. And like, what was in the Antiquitech with the ancient Egyptians? Like it, when I went into the museum in, in Cairo, I was like, fuck, wow. They, they were brilliant. They had all of this, all of these inventions. They're not stupid. Like to your point in your movie, of like, oh, they didn't know, but they had these amazing structures. Now we have Home Depot shit um, that's an eyesore. So like, do you think there's any truth to this simulation idea with this great reset? And and that's why they're melding us with machines? Um, You know, I, 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 I do, I do feel as if that they had, they've had this great reset plan for a long time, but I, I think that they know that naturally this, uh, our plane of existence can reset. Um, and I think it's based off of the frequency of the earth, the frequency of our, of, of ourselves, of everyone. That's why, that's why it's like, I feel like we're just in the, the middle of this war at all times. It's like the, the bad starts winning and then the good starts winning, meaning consciousness. It, it, we keep going back and forth. But I feel as if the butterfly effect of people waking up can never stop because mm. of, of just something as simple as 9-11, you can wake anyone up with that. If you don't know how, then you need help. They'll just email me. It's very easy to wake someone up with that's a PSYOP. 
and you could show them build just building seven alone is like wait what another building collapse what are you talking about people don't even know right. so it's with the withholding of information we've been in an information war and a spiritual war for many many years now totally and yeah. It's, it's just amping up a little. It's the great awakening, though, to me. Yeah, um, And I don't mean this in any political way, no. No. Uh, no Trump involved. The point I'm trying no. to make is it, it's, it's, a, it's an actual awakening where they thought, the rulers that be, thought with this great, with this great reset plan and everything they got planned with all these events and, and, and propaganda, and it's going to be easy. And it was for them at first – but I don't think they realize that the power of consciousness is king and they can mm. keep doing everything they can to, to propagate their bullshit. But every day people are waking up, but not every day is someone that's awakened go back to sleep. <laughs> right. No. So in terms of long-term or even short-term right, right. maybe, probably long-term, mm -hmm. but ripple effect, the great awakening is always going to win. The truth is always going to win. And the, the truth, that truth button was already pressed. It's not going to stop. So either us collectively consciousness, we can shift it where it's this easy to go take these motherfuckers out of office, out of the house, out of your schools, out of anything by physical force, by any force possible. But the only way to achieve that is by everybody, meaning normal society, as much as possible, wake the fuck up. And the point I'm trying to make is collective consciousness is shifting because there's so many people that I even know in my life that I would have swore to you two years ago, three years ago, would have never understood these psyops. And now they're like, dude, and COVID was the big one, of course. COVID right. woke them up after a couple of years. It, uh, some of them are unfortunately too late um you know they made the wrong decisions but at the same time even them that i know are like fuck i shouldn't have got that and think about how many people are like i'm not getting a booster though like they think they're good yeah i'm not getting a booster though why not you got the what, what do you mean keep, keep going dude keep listening bro and they're like no nah, i read some stuff see it's shifting but we have to do a strategic yeah and also unfortunately the human species learns through personal uh, suffering and physical ailments. I, I, that's just the way that that is the awakening a lot of times that they need. And I, th I think we've talked about this before, not having a fear of death. You know, the fear of death was a big, and I can look at my dad who is very scared of death and, and so, and worked for Pfizer to see the job that it did on his mind because of the fear of death, as opposed to like, I have a fear of not living life to the fullest. Like I say, spoiler alert, you die in the end. Yeah. So why not live life like for reals? Like, yeah. And with courage and, and to be fearless, you know, because well, that's the thing in our society. I feel as if this awakening, which is still going to happen with or without you, yeah. this awakening would have already been solidified if the people that know the truth. I'm not gonna say names. The people that actually know the truth about stuff spoke out publicly. They spoke out truthfully. Yeah, well, they don't bite their lip. They go completely all in, all in like tomorrow's the last day on earth. 
if everyone that went takes all too in, much courage i, I you know how many people. celebs or whatever you want to call them and, and and blue check mark people know the fucking truth not only about right. where we live um, but about covid about right. all this shit probably some of them know about george floyd psyop they actually know no the whole thing was you know so it's like oh shit i ain't saying nothing you're scared you little bitch yeah, like, it's a pandemic doing? of cowardliness and when you have look like the the um, bullets that i've taken and the lack of appreciation yeah. or like wow thanks for your courage like and i didn't do it to like get something yeah. back yeah. it's just like there has to be people like um there's a big fucking elephant in the room is anyone gonna talk about it i am because it's here, it's right there. Yeah. So there's people who that's just the way they're they're programmed. Or yeah, that is. That's that's they got malware. I mean, you look at their brain like a computer chip. They got malware, spam, spyware. They got everything in there. They're just and they they they're stuck on Windows ninety eight still on top of it. So it's like, yeah, I I mean, is it really worth fixing this computer? Is there, I mean, we'll try. It's well, like solid, solitaire can't even fucking open with half these people. You, that it's, makes it's me crashing. That makes me think of the movie. Did you have you ever watched the movie? Um, oh my god. Um, and by the way, for my audience, I do, yeah. I do think and know internally in my soul that we were created and designed from a creator. So I'm not sitting here like we have a video game brain or something. I was just making mm. an analogy. Right. Go ahead though, Mary. Yeah. And <laughs> I just like my head, I, I was like, that didn't sit right. Hold on. Just so you know. Yeah, um not um the the movie it he's in Turkey and he he smuggles hashish and he ends up 30 years in this in, might surprise you, but I am not a movie guy. You're not a movie guy. No. Well, okay. Well, in the in the movie, which I can't remember now, it's a well-known movie. It was a real story. He's right. going around the Muslim. He's praying. He's in Turkey in an asylum. And the guy says, oh, you don't, why walk with us, brother? And he's like, don't go against the grain, basically. Oh, you don't know that you're a bad machine. Hmm. And he says, I made the machines. And he he runs out of there. But again, it's going against the consensus and speaking out. So I have another question. Yeah. Um, so let's say I do eat uh, meat okay. and I wasn't trying to judge. No, so. no, I, I know. But my point is this, like I, let's say for those of us that eat meat, like, you know, there's this whole like Luciferian satanic, and then equally they're amping up Jesus Christ. Um, but we as humans are projecting evil good. Let's say as a human, I'm a good person. I personally don't eat a lot of red meat, like maybe once a month or I, but I give thanks and I appreciation. Um, so my analogy, what I'm saying is like, we are assigning evil good, but if we are harvest, we are being harvested. And it, to me, I'm at the point where whatever is in control is not human and there's this parasitic nano insect relationship going um, that that is in control. And knowing like even how parasites literally can take over a host and modify its behavior, like and, and even looking at the ivermectin aspect of this, of like the fact that it's working against parasites, like what do you think of all of what I'm saying? Well, it's a loaded, loaded question yeah, statement-ish, but for me in terms of the meat 
and again, you know, I'm sure a lot of my audience eats it, and that's that's your prerogative. That's fine. I don't judge you. That's all. I just hate being judged when I'm at somewhere and I'm like, no, and they're like, you want some uh, asparagus, fairy? <laughs> like, so eating what? a dead animal. Why people do dead, that? Eating a dead animal makes you tough or something. Okay, I, I I didn't know that, but a weak, helpless animal, like two years old, you're like beating them to death. They're like, let's eat that. Yeah, we're tough. That may okay. I mean, if that no. makes you tough, then I don't want to be tough. I guess. But the thing is, is that, um, you know, go do it to a fucking jaguar. I want to watch that. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, they're too tough for you. Okay. But, you know, a one-year-old pig, it's like you'll kick him to death. You don't care. So it's just a disconnect. For me, it's half of it's the animals because I feel like they're God's creations too. Right. And, um, you know, for me, the vet, this is just my opinion now. The right. vegetables were designed for the animals, the land animals. They're, they're, they eat vegetables. We can eat them too, just saying. We should eat them. They're healthy, but they're for animals, and uh, we're supposed to eat fruit as human beings, and that's just for energy source here and there. That's it. We're supposed to live off of water and fruit, and we got away from that. Now we got a government food pyramid. Everything's fucked. So, well, I mean, that is fucked. The whole notion of breakfast or you have to eat. It's like it's yeah, all but it's in the it's in the it's in the name. You're breaking your fast. That's all you're yeah. doing. You could do that whenever you want right. with whatever right. food you want. But mm -hmm. for me, it's it's half of it's the, the the animals because I was disconnected my whole life and I, I never watched slaughter footage. I never put myself through that. No one wants to see how the sausage is made. Right. And I agreed it's, with that, so I stayed uh, away right. from it. But once I told myself, let me start watching these animals and what they have to go through. Maybe like. Because I was so disconnected, Miriam. I'm like, maybe, maybe they're just old age, you know? Like the cows lived 28 years and then he tipped over and they, they, they ate them. That's still weird to me now. But back then I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. But I'm sitting there like, wait, they're just, the calf's born and they're like, get the fuck out of here. Let's steal your milk and let's, let's just right. fucking slice your throat and who cares? I'm like, whoa. I'm like, oh, what? This is chaos. I'm like, what is going on? So I'm like, they're they're raping these these animals, literally artificially raping them just for their product, their profit. Totally. And not only that, but they're putting Mass stuff. World, yeah. They're putting stuff in the meat that's really bad for us. Totally. Uh, people are like, why eat grass fed? I'm like, yeah, it's like saying eat organic. Is it really organic? So right, and also a lot of times it's grass fed but grain finished. And yeah, it's true. Either way, just, though. Either way. Either way. Yeah. To me, it ain't healthy. Or not, no one's gonna fight me. To me, no one's gonna fight me that it's healthy. I don't care who you are. But the number one thing for me is because of the frequency, right. because uh, the frequency of someone that doesn't death is the lowest frequency. I mean, it's a form of low frequency death and torture and you're beating a, a baby cow to death so you can eat your calf this month. Like it's like it's OK. Whether it's oh whether it's lamb chops or not, it's like the, you're they're not going like here, little lamb chop. Let me just give you a little dose of something. You'll go to sleep and then we'll 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 serve your meat. No, they're purposely these corporations are beating the living shit out of these animals like you wouldn't imagine. And they're torturing them. They're de-skinning them live. They're just cutting their face open like laughing. It's all because it's the frequency to me. These corporations yeah. already know that. That's the lowest right. form of frequency, a fear, tortured. Fear. It's all coming into the blood. That's the DNA and soon to be mRNA, okay? They're, the DNA my, is getting my corrupted. Point, my point here um, was also like we are being harvested as animals. And, yes. and just like some of us eat animals and I am very conscious and sometimes I've gone through recently of like, I just can't do this. 
And so it's it's far and few, although I do eat fish mostly. Go watch, the ta- go watch The Taste of Life. No one ever wants to watch it. I get why. It's on my YouTube. It's the lowest rated, not rated, sorry. I don't get lower rates, thank God. It's the lowest watched anything I've ever done. It's the lowest. No one even wants to hit play. I get it. Because it's disturbing. But I went through hell to make it and it changed my life. My frequency oh, it's one of your movies. But higher. Huh? Yeah, it's one of mine. And again, it's like no one even wants to talk about that I made that. They're like, oh, we'll let that one go. It's like, no, 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 I get it. You want to eat meat? That's fine. That's up to you. But I'll eat meat the rest of my life. My grandpa ate meat. He died at 100. I get it. That's I, wait, wait, I'm not judging you. Right. I'm just saying. No, me, I don't think anyone can dispute the frequency. The frequency is low. I, I would like it's to. It's like keep, drinking. Yeah, I would. Exactly. I would keep. Gr- I want to keep growing as a human being and getting right. healthier, Raise mentally, spiritually. I can't be putting fear, torture, and death in my body at all times, altering everything about me. And and what people need to do is research. Look at what pigs are, for God's sakes. They're not right. If you actually no, do I don't research, pig. pigs are a combination of a wild boar and a human being. Prove me wrong, please. Well, that's why they use porcine for thyroid because it's the closest to um, humans and they're extremely smart. Like it's, I used to eat- They're smarter than dogs. Sorry, dog lovers. Uh, Pigs are scientifically provably and uh, a scientific method, if you want, smarter than dogs. Yeah, I I stopped eating squid and octopus Mm -hmm. when I- when I learned about Inky, the octopus who escaped through a manhole in the middle of the night, um, they're the furthest from the human, the closest to alien, but they're so extremely smart. Oh, so don't they- alien me. That's another show. I'll get you with those. Well, I'm just. They're just, not little gray men, but that's another conversation. Right. I'm just saying they're the f- furthest away from our DNA. And the real aliens are the farthest away from where we're standing. They're, they live in the outer lands, in my opinion. And I think they're human-like, meaning think about a day the first time an Asian saw uh, a Caucasian or an African-American. They looked at, we all look different, right? In that sense, in that sense. No race involved here, guys. Totally. But imagine the first time they saw one another in human history. What the fuck? So that's what I feel would happen if we went to the Outer Lands and saw the others out there. Uh, it would be a form of human, just different. Maybe they have blue skin. I don't fucking know. We can't go over there. But I'll tell you right now, that's what I think aliens what, are. What, okay, but, but my point was. Yeah, my bad. Sorry. You know how assigning, I am. <laughs> we are signing evil. Yes. Maybe yes. we are fodder. We are food for whatever the fuck because there, this is a harvest. We are clearly food. Yeah, we are live wild stock for sure. Yeah, and they and, like and for whatever reason they like the metals. What's with the metals that injecting it in our foods? Like viruses, parasites eat, or not viruses, parasites eat metal. So they're injecting it. They're cloud seeding. It's it, it's everywhere. It's on. I think we're being well, harvested. And plus, you know, going back to meat, just saying, uh, parasites, meat. Yeah, totally. So totally. I'm just saying, I mean, especially with some people do the tests on YouTube where they pour, I don't know if it's Coca-Cola, it's something they pour on, whether a pork chop, raw pork chop, raw piece of uh, dead cow, quit calling it well, steak. And then you, parasites you and your out? fancy where it's, it's a steak, it's a dead cow. But when they pour <laughs> something on it, I'm just saying, when they pour something on it, these just parasites are just like, hello. And it's like, wait, acid, parasites. It goes on your stomach, acid. 
your body's full of parasites. Why are you dying at 70? You're not supposed to be dying at 70. You're not supposed to be dying at 80 or even 90, in my opinion. You're not supposed to be dying and getting old and 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 just just your whole body's Except dehydrated it. and it, the, like. But that's the thing, though. In movies and shows and programming, period, we accept it because well, that's the norm. No, the no. fuck, it's not. That's what you it's were taught not. is the norm. I'm yeah. 50. Do I look 50 to no, you? No, and you know you don't, so shut up. Okay? <laughs> but I'm just saying, I'm just saying it's No, I get it. I get it. And, and, and it goes against, it go, you're go, yeah. it's going against what I'm saying because you do look young and that's fine. But it's the point of you're still health conscious. Don't act like you're not. Don't act like you're oh. at McDonald's today. Were you at McDonald's today? No. So you're still health conscious. So that's always going to benefit you, even if you limit your meat or you eat meat a lot. It's still going to benefit you because you're healthy, you're conscious, and you're, you're an awakened soul. But I know one day you'll get to the point where you just don't want to consume death. That's all. You just I get it. I don't need oh, to. I, I like I life. I like fruits and, and, and greens and, and the beautiful things in nature. That's all. I mean, I get it, though. I mean, people are like, well, what if, you know, uh, you were stranded and blah, 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 blah. Of course. Yeah, of course. If I have nothing to eat for that long and I'm about to pass, pass away, I feel like, you know, I still have, ah, man, it's just so hard. Like <laughs> call me what you want, but like, it's hard to be like, I, I'm going to go like, you know, kill that squirrel and uh, maybe survival mode. There's shit that kicks in and yeah, I've never been in that, but neither are you. You're no one's in that mode. Not you, Mary. I mean, who? People no, I know. Cause I know a lot of people, they don't like this talk and I get it. So I try to avoid it, but it's just one of those things where it's like, well, I don't think anyone's in survival mode the anymore. Frequency of eating death or, you know, that's why there is a distinction of like, Oh, I know the farmers and at least they're at least they're happy cows, but it's still death where I'm not consuming hormones and antibiotics and the horrible way in which but you're right. It's it's uh it is yeah, one we, thing though. If you got your own livestock and you're doing this and doing that, I'm still against it, but I, well, I can I you've earned that respect in that sense, even though it's like you're directly killing them, but so it's hard to respect it. But in the it's hard to elaborate. I just like I get that. You're doing it that yourself. That does make a, a difference. When I was studying permaculture and we went early in the morning, like six AM and sacrificed a goat, and it was a big deal. One of one of our friends did it and you're taking a life and that at least makes it real. Like you're going to eat animals, go and hunt them yourself and then see how it is. See the process. And there was a different relationship because you killed it yourself and you have to give thanks. Um, I mean, I would say plants are conscious too. And, you know, are people plant eaters? I'm just saying we have to have reverence well, for everything well, that we yeah, put in our still, body. You, if hmm? you throw that at me, I'm going to throw back. <laughs> That they're not sentient I, beings. A plant yeah. is a sentient being. There's no, um, there's no spinal cord. There's no sense of anything. It's, it's. I get it though. I and people make the point. I'm like, oh, if you just eat plants, then that means you have to kill. You're paying for. You have to kill those little, those little animals that come into people's gardens, right? They got to kill them because we want to eat these plants. Well, in, I get in that, but again, throw me in nature, I'll beat you. I'll survive you people, not you I'm saying, but people are going to be like, I need to hunt for an animal. I can't survive off these pineapples and these apples and these oranges. I can't survive. Yes, you can. No. And you'll thrive off of it. That's why it's there for you. <laughs> it was made for you so you can survive and, and be connected with nature and grounding and earthing and being connected to nature. I, for me, connected to nature is not yeah. just not, it can't be death, but you know, 
I hear every argument with it. For me, I, that's why I don't like talking about too much publicly because everybody has their, their beliefs on stuff. So I don't like pushing mine because then people judge at that point. It's like, I just don't want to be judged. So what I try to do is not judge. But if someone has questions, I'm always going to answer them. As simple as that. You know? Well, there is a lot of being in the jungle. There's a lot of death oh, yeah. everywhere. It's it's savage. And again, you have to have a reverence I think you just have to have reverence, like being, let's say, going to the, the jungle. Not everyone, people come here and the jungle just spits them out because it's not easy. It eats up all the machinery. It's it's rough. Now this, the rainy season is going to come. You get like, I told you, I have no, I have no water today. And I don't know, it, they might have to move me because, and the power goes out every, you just have to be humbled by mother nature but mother nature in my opinion can be savage i mean you could just look oh, at of, the course. Yeah, of course and at the end of the summer they literally kick out all the drones and they're left to die so it could be it's it could be gnarly we can change subjects we don't have to no no we're good don't worry it's again it's one of those things where you know i have nothing good to say about eating meat but at the same time I respect everyone and I don't want to judge anyone. It's just, it's funny though, because once I stop, I got so much judgment from people. It's like, wow, it sounds so hypocritical. Like you're promoting this. That's interesting that you get judged because you're a masculine man too. Yeah. That if anything, to me, it'd be more of a, you'd be an influence. Like, oh, Sean doesn't eat animals. Yeah. And I would, I would welcome anyone to, well, for me as a functional medicine person, I really believe you need to eat for your condition. And for like, to me, the most important thing is to eat clean yeah. and I don't support factory farming. And there needs to be a connection. And just to treat this as your temple of what am I putting in? And of course, these low vibration and meat yeah. is heavy. Um But, you know, yeah, I, I just, I felt so much better when I stopped, you know, and it, that's all it is. I mean, it. For are me, what like, blood are you? Are you a B? I have what are no you? idea. I've never had a, a needle in besides a, a couple tattoos I got uh, back in the day, but I've never had a needle <laughs> draw blood, test blood. I've never had vaccinations, immunizations as a child. No, I've never. No You're one's very taken lucky. my blood away at all. I mean, I've of course I've scraped myself and gotten fights and stuff, and I'm bleeding. But in terms of like, here's my yeah. blood or what oh. blood am I? I don't know. Like literally, I'm going to live the rest of my life by the book of nature and trust myself, trust my creator and, and my angels, because I don't need modern medicine. I don't need a hospital. Now, again, I get I get stabbed in the foot or something falls on me or something. OK, of course, I'm not, I'm not trying but to I don't think of anybody go there. Yeah, not, you know, this in is survival. America should go to the killing, the killing fields. I think the hospitals are killing fields and yeah. Rockefeller well, yeah, medicine exactly. is is. Uh, I was going to say, say something about, yeah, I don't think people should be staunch. And I, I remember being in LA and going to see the movie, What the Health, which was really vegan propaganda because they were saying that meat causes diabetes and not sugar. It's just a little, it's a lie. Or saying I that, that eating, I think it only can it, it it could aid it with a lot of sugar. The meat well, any even meat, but either can way, turn yeah, it doesn't sugar. Yeah, yeah, anything could turn to sugar. Correct. But to say to say that, or to say eating eggs is akin to smoking four cigarettes when it's it's not, 
Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just saying that's taking yeah, it There was a lot far. of exaggerations in that one. Um, again, half truth, as always, with mainstream shit. I mean, it's half truth. They want the yeah, if you even you think that was mainstream. I mean, I remember going to the to the premiere and Moby was there with his like, I don't know if he had vegan on his tattooed across his any half truth stuff, they gotta have a character that people won't like, you know. <laughs> Is that Moby? Yeah, that'd be Moby. I don't know. No one really likes Moby. <laughs> he saw him in my film. I sat on a panel with him on for vanishing of the bees. Oh, I remember nice. going to Going to his house, he lived yeah. in Beechwood in my neighborhood. And I'm a warm person. I'm not like, is he Stand English? Office, yeah. I went and I hugged him and he, he, was, he was so, I felt like, what do I have? Like, like cooties? Like he was so, this is pre-Rona. Yeah. But he, he just he, was, well, didn't, you know, there's some Maybe he just doesn't like the opposite hug. sex. I don't know. Maybe. 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 Maybe it threw him off. Like, oh my God, female energy. Yeah, no, I don't know. I think I do think he likes women, but I maybe just didn't like. Me. Well, again, know. though, with the veganism movement and stuff, I, I was, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm for helping our animals not get killed at one years old, of course. But um, it's one of these things where they it was it, I felt like there's a lot of characters involved. It's like they again with everything. They want diversion. They just right. want fighting. And that's why I usually keep uh, my, uh, you know, beliefs in a creator and uh, my own spiritual journey with my mind. That's private. And so is, you know, I, I try to my diet, my family, everything. It's just, you know, that's my life. And but when when it's brought up, I'll talk about it sometimes. But I just know how many people, um, you know, are waking up to, to to videos I've made and stuff like that. So I don't want to piss anyone off. You know, that's all it is. It's like, I don't want to piss people off. Like, oh, he hates on us. Like, no, 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 eat. dude, I can watch anyone eat anything. I've seen it all. I've been around it all. I've seen someone eat a frog. I, it, it is what it is. Like, that's, that's your, listen, that's your decision. Just don't judge me for my apple. That's all. Just, there's no reason to, because you also eat these. So I don't get it. And I hate when people are like, oh, I hate vegan food. I'm like, you, you don't what? like pasta or like, broccoli or like salads like you hate you hate you hate strawberries. who says that no a lot of, because it's just the defense mechanism because of the propaganda and they're no fuck yeah i'm meat all day i'm gonna eat meat for nothing no nothing else for the next month because i hate this vegan shit i get it but like vegan food is awesome like what do you mean like i, I don't i don't understand it's like people have that you can't survive off of like healthier proteins and and healthier fats and avocados and fruits and vegetables it's like it makes absolutely no sense to me that people would think that how i eat is is gonna kill me prematurely that that doesn't make any sense there's no i don't see a lot of sick vegans in that yeah, well, everyone should just do what they want and not i think not eat the poisons and if you want if unless it's like don't talk to me about health yeah. But yet you're eating all this shit, all these uh, toxic ingredients and then talking, you know, like, yeah, I remember being still, I was still kind of provoking people in, in, it was in San Francisco and it was like late at night and I was going for a walk and this guy was wearing a mask outside and I'm like, why are you wearing a mask outside? <laughs> and he kind of like stumbled and he's like, for my health. And I'm like, if you really want to be healthy, you got to lose 60 pounds. Shut up, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> of like, course. That sounds about right. Yeah. Shut up. Stop telling me truth. I hate that truth. Yeah, that's what they do. Miriam, I I have had you on longer than expected. I do want you to come back because I have some other Thank topics. You. I would love a part two if you're down. I'm down. In the near future. 
And um, you guys, go go check out Miriam. Uh, what, where's the best place they could find you, Miriam? Where where can they find your work, your information, your health stuff? Well, pl- plug yourself you. for me. Thank you. Um, so you can you can buzz on over to MiriamHinane.com and find me there. I'm on Miriam Hinane on Twitter. I'm pretty active now that I've gotten my handle back after two years and ten appeals. Congrats. And uh, I just put out an ebook called Understanding the Mechanisms of Gene Therapy COVID 19 Vaccines, an 87 page. I'm about to put a protocol. I work with people. I'm going to be, once I'm finished my book, I think shifting just to functional medicine, just working with people one on one. And uh, I I think also, since you might give and go, I'm still raising money to just cover my costs for the real timeline and you can check out my collaboration with um with sean i'm very grateful i didn't get to finish my story on how i found you but um it's all good well for yeah. next time for sure we gotta, but i am we very grateful topics for next time we can't go over everything yeah i'm very grateful to have collaborated with with sean i could not have made the real timeline without him so please check out there's also honey colony like yeah links will be in the description guys yeah thank you make sure you go out and support her um and her mission and her truth and and her uh, expertise uh, especially on health and everything she's got a lot of great products Uh, i bought some silver from her stuff that they will not allow in the store they won't allow on amazon it's the real deal stuff that and it really helped me in that when it was necessary um and it helped victoria my girlfriend so it's like this stuff's nice they got they got you know, this company has good stuff. Kind of like I talked about Bauman's company. He's got good stuff that this is what we do. We take our world back and we do our own thing. We don't need corporations anymore. We don't need the media anymore. We are our own people. This is how we survive guys. So I want to thank yeah. you again, Miriam, for coming thank on. Thank you, Sean. Everybody thank go you. check her out. Thanks for joining us on the Hibbler effect. And I will see you next week. Bye.